By the mystery of algorithms, the recommendation of a friend with good taste, or sheer dumb luck, you've found yourself listening to Pushing It Uphill. However you got here, welcome. This podcast chronicles Peter G and Adrian Smith's cross-UK cycle adventure in June 2023, riding 1,700 kilometres over two weeks from Land's End to John O'Groats and raising much-needed money for muscular dystrophy Tasmania. Every dollar donated goes directly to help purchase a wheelchair-accessible vehicle for a family in southern Tasmania as they meet the many challenges muscular dystrophy throws up in their lives. Pushing It Uphill is brought to you by our in-kind sponsors, Corecoms, Creative Imagery, Trail Science, the Tasman Hotel and the Coles Bay Triathlon. Today on Pushing It Uphill, we're 120 days away from actually starting this adventure and we've just done our launch for a good number of the Hobart Press here in Tassie. Peter, it's uh, exciting to be doing our first podcast. Yes, that was Peter that began talking and that's Adrian that just started talking <laughs> then. I guess we've got to introduce ourselves a bit, haven't we? Well, yeah, probably. So I'm Adrian Smith. I'm a uh, very dear and long-time friend of Peter's and we've done a lot of things together. We've done sport together, we've done theatre together and we've done music together. And uh, we're going to ride together in June of 2023 uh, across the UK, which has been a dream of ours for a long time Mm. and it's pretty cool and pretty exciting. I'm retired now. I was a sports broadcaster and then a news presenter for the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, but that's uh, been in the past for about four years now and you know, I've been able to do a bit more riding since retiring and Adrian and I get out on the, the tarmac quite regularly. So uh, I guess it was natural that we do a a long ride overseas at some stage. I I can't tell you how I'm excited about this I am, Adrian. Yeah, uh, same with me, mate. I think um, think we we were in the UK together in 2013 and uh, we sort of... At the Ashes. At the Ashes in Durham and we talked about it because you were riding from one game to another which I thought was really, really cool. And, <laughs> and, and I'd uh, for a long time wanted to, to do some, some big rides. I've done quite a few big rides over the journey. And, uh, yeah, it's sort of just coalesced. We've dodged COVID and we've sort of we've landed now. So, yeah, I too am very excited. And we're actually recording this from the very salubrious uh, surroundings of a storage room at, at Adrian's workplace, Corcoms. And thanks so much for your company for for getting behind this and supporting us to such a high level. We'll be actually out on the road in Corecom's-themed uh, tops, um, coloured in yellow and black, predominantly yellow, which I've dubbed Please Don't Run Over Me Yellow. So uh, <laughs> any drivers there in the UK uh, that are listening to this, uh, yeah, please keep a, an eye out for us, a watchful eye. But we'll, we'll be keeping away from the main roads mostly, Ado. Yes, we will. We're taking a, uh, a sort of a roads less travelled route uh, from La- uh, Land's End down in Cornwall right up to the tip of um, Scotland at John O'Groats and we're following the Cicerone, I um, don't know the exact name of it, you might know it better than me, but the, the, there's a Cicerone book that takes you um, to, uh, you know, along canalways and shared cycleways and uh, and, and the quieter roads. A bit yeah. of gravel. Yeah. Um, but fewer big A roads as possible and mm. certainly no motorways, which that ride you talked about in 2013, uh, I rode with my son and a, an English mate of ours and uh, 
we almost got on a motorway at one stage. Yeah. <laughs> and another time I tried to avoid going through the centre of Luton and uh, I thought, oh, it'll be too busy. Let's go around this way and it nearly ended up on the main runway at Luton Airport. So uh, <laughs> you're going to be in charge of navigation. I'll navigate. Yeah, yeah. so please, uh, yeah. Keep it nice and quiet, country lanes. Yes. It's going to be a dream, really. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully the weather's mostly good. Mm-hmm. Bit of bit of weather doesn't hurt, um, keeps you honest and whatever. So we're looking like we're going to be riding, um, for all those who are into distances and kilometres and whatnot, we'll be riding about on average about 120 kilometres a day. Our biggest day is 170 k's. We do have, we're sneaking in a pretty easy day the first day, although it is in Cornwall, so that's as, you know, easy in a Cornwall way, which is... It's probably it, a good way to ease in, actually, yeah. because, you know, we won't have really got to the UK until a, a day or two before we actually mm. uh, start pedalling. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's make that first day a little bit comfortable. And we're going to, uh, well, a, a heritage site that first night in Truro, as far as your family's concerned. Indeed, yes. My grandmother's buried in Truro, so that's going to be actually really special. I've been to her grave once, so, um, yeah, I'm really keen. I'm determined we ride there, and I've been there, and it's, yeah, it's like the rest of Cornwall. It's very hilly, Truro, and, uh, yeah, so I'm just, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool, I think, going to Ursula's grave. Mm. Mm. Oh, even though it's going to be tough, you know, we, we go along uh, the side of the moors and, uh, you know, there's up and down continuously. I'm looking forward to Cornwall because uh, being a Monty Python fan, uh, those of you with long enough memories might remember uh, the cycling tour of North Cornwall that uh, Reg Pither undertakes. That's uh, <laughs> Michael Palin's character and he's my cycling hero, uh, Reg Pither. So in the five months before we go, see if you can find that on YouTube. It's there in its entirety. Uh, one of my favourite lines is, uh, and I realised I'd never see the Oakhampton Bypass ever again. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing the Oakhampton Bypass. Oh, are we going to see that? Cause yeah, Peter, we go very close. Uh, yeah. Peter's uh, absolutely, he's travelled a lot more in the UK than me and he's absolutely over every single detail of the map, which we've uh, quite happily got in Google Maps. And, uh, and uh, yes, he's finding all of these little spots of interest and particularly ones that relate to music, which Peter and I are both extremely passionate about. Um, my passion is quite raw. Peter's uh, very, very knowledgeable. Um, so, yes, we're, I'm already getting the factoids and uh, interesting tidbits about... Yeah, just uh, tell me to shut up, this will you, town, if, all I'm that. Singing, if I'm singing uh, Escape by Rupert Holmes when we uh, ride through the town. He was born in Northwich or Northwick. This is the thing we're going to be mispronouncing English place names from uh, the bottom until the top of Scotland as I well. So, so uh, please, mm. uh, any locals, if you're listening, correct us. Yeah. Uh, uh, they go to the notes at the end of the, the podcast here and find yep. out how to contact us. And, and if you are a rider or even if you're not and you somehow hear us blathering on... <laughs> uh, Please come out and say hello and ride with us. That would be an absolute highlight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the second last stop of ours before John O'Groats is a place called Tongue. I think it's pronounced like that. I'm not really I sure. I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a lot of tongue uh, through the... Through this podcast, uh, uh, it's going to be trying to shut each other up, isn't it? Really, even when we're out riding, we do a bit of talking. Yes, we do. And look, you know, we're probably about eight minutes into this podcast and we haven't really gone anywhere we yet. We haven't really talked about why we're actually doing it. Why yeah. are we doing it, Adrian? Well, we're, we're really lucky. Peter and I both had a lot to do with an organisation called Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania over the years. 
and we reached out to them when we were planning this ride to to offer up that to help and do some fundraising um and uh They've hooked us up with a, a family in southern Tasmania and a y- young fella called Declan um, who has Duchenne muscular dystrophy. And, and what that means for Declan is that um, he, he is losing mobility and so his life is, is changing um, and will continue to ch- change um, whereby he needs a, um, a new electric wheelchair which has been ordered and is coming, um, but then the family are going to need to get around. And so um, he's going into grade seven uh, at his school. So he's, you know, he's a big lad and he, he's, he's going to need a wheelchair accessible um, vehicle. Um, so what we're doing is we're fundraising with the guys at Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania to buy a wheelchair accessible vehicle, which is really cool. And um, we've only just launched and we met the family literally only an hour ago. And, you know, young Declan uh, is really passionate, his parents uh, you know, really up and about and excited about what we're doing, which is just terrific. Um, and yeah, so we'll be, you know, hopefully making a big difference. So we are going to be uh, rattling the can uh, to get donations. And you'll, there's uh, in the show notes, you'll see where you can donate. And we will, uh, at the end of the podcast, give you the the address for that. Um, but also encourage you to follow Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania on Facebook because they're posting all the, the important bits uh, uh, along the way. We've got a Got a few things to do before mm. we get there, and one of them is train. <laughs> oh, that's a mere detail. <laughs> yeah. uh, and be ready for you know some long days in the saddle and potentially some crummy weather, which is a bit that makes me nervous. Is you know if you do five days in a row block headwinds, and uh, you know we're probably going to be pretty knackered. So <laughs> you know, and if it wasn't for Declan, and I met him today, and I was delighted to find out what. A, an outgoing kid he is mm. and what a great personality he's got. Um, if we didn't have him to, you know, sort of be helping mm. like this, you know, it'd be very easy to just, let's just stay in the pub for the day, <laughs> mate. You know, they do a great uh, cask ale here. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Let's, let's not ride past. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, knowing that uh, he's following our uh, progress mm. and that, you know, hopefully... It, out of it, there'll be enough funds to, to purchase this vehicle for mm. him and his family. I think that'll be incentive for us to, yeah. okay, come on, mate, we've, we've, we've had worse. Yeah, you, know, have, yeah. you know, I mean, riding here in Tasmania, it's probably the best uh, preparation we could do because mm. if you go out your front door uh, in Hobart, where we come from, you've got to go up a hill, haven't you? So, yep. uh, <laughs> no, hopefully we can get the, the Ks in before mm. we head off in early June. And Peter, you've had a bit of a disruptive start to your training. Yeah, virtually <laughs> when we sort of signed off on this thing, I've rolled my ankle and uh, oh, I've got a bit of a fracture in the, the fibula. But mm. that's a month ago now uh, and I've just clipped into my pedals for the first time since uh, just after Christmas today, and it feels all right. So mm. if the physio gives me the thumbs up this afternoon, she'd probably say, oh, look, I reckon in about two weeks you can start riding again. <laughs> I won't tell her I've, I've already started <laughs> to a little degree. It feels really good, so yes, but I'm a little behind where you are right now. Yeah, that's I've been uh, I've got some Ks in already, uh, but I have the added benefit of I cycle to work pretty much every day so that's always good it means I get a you know a good hour and a half in uh, every day so but certainly yeah looking to for me my uh, my anxieties around backing up day after day after day because we'll be on the road 15 days in a row 
doing this and uh, yeah, so we're going to learn about ourselves a fair bit, I think. We are, but we're not having to, uh, you know, have bike packs with all our clothes and what have you. Uh, we've got to say our better halves uh, mm. have made this possible. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. We really just leave our bed and breakfast or hostel in the morning and ride to the next one, essentially. And uh, our uh, our wives, uh, Peter's wife, Lorraine, and my wife, Melissa, will be doing all the carrying and certainly staying out of the limelight. I know, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're just very happy to be uh, carrying our gear for us and we'll pontificate on podcasts and <laughs> take photos and post them up on social media and whatnot. Yeah, you so. think I've been doing some preparation for, for the ride. Lorraine has about what they're going to be doing with their time yeah. while we're out on the road. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, plenty of... yeah, we'll have no adventures on the road compared to them no. each day. They'll be, uh, yeah, good at We've probably, uh, They don't know this now, but we must get them in on the podcast as we go from at some stage. Do you reckon they'll be in I'm for that? I'm very confident my wife will have nothing to do with that, Peter. <laughs> yes, mine as she well. She avoids but... cameras, let alone uh, microphones. Mm. So, yeah. But we are going to try and um, update you every couple of days or so. We will when we're on the ride. We're really, really lucky to have um, one of our in-kind sponsors, uh, Creative Imagery, our friend Andrew Harcourt, who we've both worked with quite a bit over the journey. He is... Um, He's got this uh, this great um, audio, visual, and live broadcast business in Tasmania, and he uh, does lots of you know really impressive stuff outside broadcast for tennis and cricket and all this sort of stuff. And he is going to be we've managed to talk him into uh, uploading our podcast when we record them. We're just going to send him the uh, oh, audio great. files, oh, and he's going gonna to upload them in yeah. the industry. That editing is just oh, yeah. it's, it's it's hard work, really. You know be great to be able to just hear, mate. Yep. You you make this a silk purse out of this sow's ear. <laughs> yeah. Well, so far, unless we listen back, we've this is all one take so far, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, we might not be able to talk uh, quite so readily, you know, if we've had another bugger of a day oh, out on the road. Yeah. But we won't because I'm a bit of an anglophile, and as you've said, you know, I'm I love I love Britain really. Yeah, and uh, and having ridden. Once already, I know the sights and sounds mm. and the people that mm. we'll meet along the way will get us through the, the if there are any hard times. But it yeah. could be the best two weeks of weather that they've ever had over there. Yeah. And the Aussies could be pantsing the poms in the, uh, in the ashes <laughs> because uh, the first test in Birmingham will be happening while we're riding. While we go past, yeah. yeah. Which we won't have time to go and stop there, but there's... There is a little bit of cricket planned once we finish the ride for, for us. So, uh, yeah, which is pretty cool. And I think you might still be working on that, Pete. What's that? <laughs> on the cricket? Going to the cricket. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I hope to be able to uh, wangle some tickets to, uh, to Leeds with uh, the help of David Boone, who's the chairman of uh, Cricket Tasmania. I'm yes. a board member. So if Booney can't help me out in this way, then... And, of course, he's an ex-Durham Players and yeah. uh, no, no test in Durham this time. No. But, uh, you know, that's sort of uh, something we'll be keeping a, a, an eye and an ear on while we're riding along. So, uh, yeah, every day our, our pod, podcast, when we, we do them, I've listened to sort of podcasts like this and they promise we'll be back tomorrow and, you know, it's another three or four days before, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. before the uh, next podcast drops. So we won't make any rash promises, but uh, no. you know, I'm sure we'll find, you know, a nice little uh, inviting corner of a local uh, establishment to uh, yes. record the, what we've been up to and what we've seen. We'll see how we go. I, did, I was um, listening to a podcast 
of some people doing La Joglands and to John O'Groats like we are and um, they they promised that and they went through quite a bit of – they had quite some problems. One of the guys got an injury and whatever and they skulked back on after a few days and went, oh, we've had a really bad few days. We so that could, well, could happen to us yet. <laughs> exactly. I mean we, we're, we're, we're being very optimistic and mm. I haven't really thought too much about anything going wrong because mm. – that tends to be the way you and I are, you know. Yeah, we'll yeah, take well, it as it comes, and right. of course, everything will be good. Yeah, <laughs> but if that should happen, yeah, <laughs> there might be a bit of drama for us yes. to report on, but well, hopefully be. not. Get everyone to tune in, and so we'll be. We'll, we're, we've got some really great people who are helping us as in-kind partners uh, on this ride. Um, what I think what's really important for people to know is that Peter and I are funding our trip ourselves. Um, and when we're when we're hitting people up and rattling the can for donations, it actually goes directly to the to Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania, so they can purchase the car for Declan's family. So you know uh, everyone's pulling for them, um, and everything's going their way for that. So uh, yeah, certainly this is a bucket list trip for us, and we're very fortunate to be able to uh, able to go and do something like this. Um, something that, that Declan won't be able no. to do, and he was really mm. he has full of questions today about mm. our bikes. Yeah, Why yeah. did I not have a drink bottle in <laughs> yeah. my cage? You know, and yeah. and stuff like that, and looking at the gears and all that sort of stuff. So it's not something he's. Uh, going to be able to do maybe on an electric bike or yeah. electric trike or something yeah, in the future yeah, but, uh, so the fact that you know in our advanced years uh, <laughs> i'm speaking for myself here uh that we can do this sort of thing is is a privilege so you know if we, we've got a good cause to sort of help while we're doing it wow that's a win-win yeah so that's is that it for us for the moment, well, Peter? Yeah, we've done actually nothing yet, and we've already how much we filled up? Twenty minutes? Oh, yeah, we're getting very close to that, <laughs> Peter. Uh, right. Very but, close. But you know, Adrian has really done all the work in terms of of this venture, and um, so I'm very pleased that I've been able to just kick back. But I have thought of the name of this podcast, so I yeah. feel proud about that. Yes, and, and so tell us what's behind that one, Pete. <laughs> well, pushing it uphill um, because. We're going from south to north, and people are saying, "Why are you doing that?" I said, "Oh, well, it's going up the map, you see, so it's a, it's a proper challenge." <laughs> but actually, it's it's the easier way to go. Well, they say because yeah. the prevailing winds should be helping more than they're hindering. But mm. you know, there could be a heap of uh, a, a northerly blast. Yeah, that's and right. We, we could have a yeah who icy, knows? icy rain all the way through so Scotland. So up, up the map, uphill. Yeah. And we'll be we'll be pushing it as as hard as we can. We will indeed, and uh, hopefully. And you... it's a very clever play on words. Oh. Pushing it uphill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they use that term that I'm sort of thinking of in oh. in in Britain. They probably do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great. Well, hopefully, um, people have you know enjoyed hearing what we're doing and and how we're going about it. And we will be uh, coming back. We're going to be talking to people who uh, are involved in helping us out on the ride as we go, uh, as we build up, and you know, yeah, our preparations, how they're progressing. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so stick around, subscribe, and do all those things that you get told to do on a podcast. The main thing is. If you follow uh, Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania on Facebook, um, you will be able to find all of our activities. And you can also go to lejogbikeride.gofundraise.com.au and you can donate to us, which is uh, would be really, really awesome.
Thanks for listening to Pushing It Uphill. Remember, every dollar you donate to our ride for Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania goes directly to help purchase a wheelchair-accessible vehicle for a family in southern Tasmania as they meet the many challenges muscular dystrophy throws up in their lives. You can click on the link and donate in our show notes. Thanks to our kind sponsors who have helped us along the way, Corecoms, Creative Imagery, Trail Science, Tasman Hotel and the Coles Bay Triathlon. Well said, Adrian. Anyone would think that you used to write advertising copy for most of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>